following program is a paid feature of WVRC Media. Welcome to the Turn to the Expert Show with Advanced Heating and Cooling, the show that is always keeping you and your home one step ahead. Brought to you by Advanced Heating and Cooling, the area's only factory-authorized carrier dealer. Carrier, turn to the experts and turn to Advanced. Now, the Turn to the Experts show with your co-hosts, Dave Seaman, Josh Heinerman, and WAJR's Kyle Wiggs. And good morning. Welcome to Turn to the Experts for this Wednesday, August the 24th. I'm Kyle. Josh Heinerman is here in the studio. Josh, good morning. Good morning, Kyle. Thanks for coming in. No problem. We appreciate it. It is Turn to the Experts. And, okay, this is uh, your busiest time of the year. You've talked about how... You get call after call after call for services for people's air conditioning. Now, we've we've got a little bit of a break the last couple of weeks. It's cooled off pretty significantly. But the month of July, I would imagine you guys are just inundated with calls. Yes. People uh, trying to stay cool. Oh, yeah. June, Keep July, August down. are wide open. Absolutely wide open. Actually, that's a very good point. We've had a cooler summer. But it seems like we've battled more humidity issues yes. this year than what we typically because it's have. been a wetter. We've learned summer. a lot about controlling humidity within homes All right, this summer. For let's sure. go there. Let's start there. Controlling okay. the humidity. The heat is one thing. You turn your air conditioner on. You want it to cool off, but that humidity just lingers, and that's a big part of an air conditioning system as well as keeping the humidity down. Yes, that's that that's half the battle in, in in air conditioning a home or even heating a home as well is that humidity control side of it. If I can. If we can pull the humidity and pull the moisture out of the air, you naturally feel cooler. So if I can keep that dehum or that humidify or dehumidity in the home in that you know fifty to fifty eight fifty eight percent range, that's the goal. That's where we're trying to get to. But I mean, in this summer, I don't know whether it's because of the amount of rain or we've mm-hmm. had an unusually we've had an unusually rainy and cloudy summer. Um, it's even especially like up in the higher elevations, like we were just talking right. about. We see a lot more fog in the morning. Mm-hmm. Um, fog is, it's the HVAC guy's kryptonite. Um, that, that's a hard thing to try and contend with because I have that fog. I have that rain that's hitting overnight, and I'm bringing all that moisture into homes. Um, it's It's been interesting. Um, we've solved a lot of issues actually by upgrading controls. Hmm. Um, taking old antiquated thermostats off the wall, even with existing systems, Old 10, 15 year old systems, we're, pull, we're removing you know, basic controls off the wall. We're putting the Ecobee by carrier on, and we're seeing really good results out of that. It has the ability to sense the humidity, and it has a feature built into it. It's called overcool to dehumidify. So, say you have your thermostat set to 72 degrees. With that Ecobee control, if the humidity starts to creep up around that, you know, 58 to 62 percent, that's considered high humidity for an extended period of time. Mm -hmm. The Ecobee can actually recognize that and it says, well, let me try something. I'm actually going to cool the house down to 70 degrees or 69 degrees just to do a one time humidity dump or maybe even a two time humidity dump. So it cools the house down a little bit further than set point, but I can get rid of that humidity in the house, which is which is half the battle. Okay, the Eco B. Yeah, the Eco is that B. Correct. Yep. Okay, so that is something that you can add to an existing system. Yes. That's simply a thermostat on the wall. Yes. Okay. Yep. Yes. Yeah, smart and, control on the wall. Okay. So you've done that. What are some other things you mentioned? You've learned a lot about controlling mm-hmm. humidity. That device certainly helps, and we encourage folks to give you a call about that if you're interested, mm-hmm. but what else have you learned? Um, 
not to beat a dead horse, keeping up with clean air filters. Um, there again, I, I can only I can only push as much air as I can pull, and I need to pull a lot of air through that system in order to dehumidify it. Um, I can't dehumidify stagnant air. It has to be kind of moving across that coil. Um, running your fan all the time in some applications can help, especially in townhome communities is where we're seeing that. Um, townhome townhouses are notoriously it's warmer on the very top floor Mm -hmm. it's good on the middle floor and it's cold Cold. in the basement if i can run that fan all the time i'm kind of stirring that air up and continually moving it across that coil it causes the air conditioner to actually run a little more frequently for the first three or four days it lets everything kind of catch up pulls that humidity out of the air gets that temperature down where we need to go and it makes a world of difference all right so you're talking about the ceiling fan or any sort I'm of talking, fan. I'm talking, well, ceiling fans are huge. Okay. We, we could do a whole show on okay. how beneficial ceiling fans are. Um, I was talking like every thermostat or most thermostats, there'll be a switch on there that okay. says fan, auto or on. Um, auto means that that fan only runs when there's a call for heat or a call for air conditioning. On means that fan runs all the time. So I'm going to run that fan 24 hours a day, seven days a week. My air conditioner is going to still kick on and off as okay. needed. All right, so that's something I've never considered before, mm-hmm. the benefit of just running the fan. Yes, so even you know, before the show, Kyle and I were talking about you know, he uses his gas fireplace down in his basement. We, was, we were actually talking about you know he has the gas fireplace in his basement, and it the fireplace tricks the thermostat mm-hmm. from running the heat in the wintertime, so the bedrooms end up being you know 62 degrees. <laughs> running your furnace fan while using a gas fireplace, or in my case, like even in my house, I use a pellet stove whenever it's really cold outside. Run that whole house fan or utilize that HVAC equipment. Run that fan. Let's get that heat moving and circulating throughout Mm. the house, and that way you're not wasting it. I've learned something. Yeah. This is great. I appreciate that. Okay, so running the furnace or the fan with your heating and cooling system is very beneficial, and you talked about the benefits of a ceiling fan. How can that help help keep you cool, help keep you warm even? Absolutely. So – Every ceiling fan has a little switch on that fan that you can change directions on it, whether you're in heating season and in cooling season. Um, in cooling season, I want to see those fan blades that are actually taking that heat from the ce- taking that heat from the ceiling, and I want to see it pushing it down. It's helping stirring that air up, especially on top floors. Mm-hmm. Um, heating season, you want to go complete opposite. I want to kind of get that heat up off the floor, and I want to keep that air moving. So, ceiling fans are a huge benefit. Um, We've had it. There's an office complex um, that we've, or a showroom complex that we've been working on. And that was one of the biggest things. Very tall, probably 20, 20 to 20 to 24 foot ceilings in this space. Ductwork is up high when the air conditioning would kick on it. Blast that cold air down to the floor, and then it's all kind of raising up through there. By the use of ceiling fans, we can really we can do a better job of controlling the space temperature at that point. Mm-hmm. All yeah. right, very good. We're uh, doing kind of a special show here. We're talking about questions that the uh that the folks uh at advanced get when they're out on service calls okay this is a big one for me and we talked about this too one of my goals in life is to send the least amount of money possible to the utilities the gas company and the electric company that's just kind of my thing i'm the guy who goes in behind you and turn the lights off when you leave the room i'm the guy who monitors the the uh the setting of the thermostat pretty much 24 hours a day. I like to save money. So what are some things that the average person can do to help control those energy bills? So small things right off the bat, everything that you just said, making sure that lights are turned off behind people. I 
I, I'm in the same boat. I'm a dad of three, got a, a <laughs> wife, three kids. No one else in my house realizes that light switches have the ability to go down. They think that they only have the ability to go up. Um, keeping those lights turned off whenever um, rooms are not in use. Um, one of the big kind of misconceptions is people will go through their houses and they turn off air conditioning vents. Okay, I'm not going to be in that room, so I'm going to turn off all the vents. Mm-hmm. want to stop that Doesn't right help. now while I have the audience. It does not help. It's hurting you more than it's helping you. Now, if you want to sh- shut off two or three vents in your house, great. That's fine. I'm totally okay with that. We run a ton of service calls to where you'll go into a house that has 20 supply runs. And out of those 20 supply runs, 10 of them are turned on. You're killing your HVAC system by Hmm. doing that. A big misconception is people think that I need cold air absolutely ripping out of the registers. I need to blow really, really hard out of these registers. At that point, you're not air conditioning. You're just blowing cold air into the space. Or when we get into heating season, you're just blowing hot air into the space. By having those registers open, I am air conditioning and I'm heating the entire home, the Mm -hmm. entire envelope. Um, Hot air follows cold air. So summertime, 90 degrees outside. I have all this heat that's built up in the attic of a home. When a barometric pressure changes, so whenever the sun starts to go down, all that heat has the ability to kind of push its way down through the insulation, which is why... The busiest times for us um, is between about 3 p.m. and 7 p.m. at one of those really hot, sticky, miserable summer days. Hmm. Um, We run more of those calls. People, a a big thing is a lot of people have a single system. They have a top floor of a home. Kids have all moved out. Mom and dad, it's just mom and dad left in the house. They're not up on the top floor of the house anymore. So what a lot of those people do. They shut the vents up to those. They shut the vents off to those bedrooms. Or if they have a second system up there, they turn that system completely off. Mm-hmm. What happens in that case is now I have the top floor of the house that's sitting at eighty degrees, and I'm trying to air condition it down to sixty-eight to seventy. Right. Those are comfortable. Yeah, yeah, comfortable on the main floor of the house. Now your main system is having to work twice as hard to overcome the amount of hot air that's on the top floor of your house that's pushing down to there. Um, so little things as far as you know, keeping lights turned off, um, use of programmable thermostats. Incorrect use of a programmable thermostat can can cost you significantly more money than okay. actually using. What's the wrong way to use them? Wrong way to use it is to let the house heat up to 80 degrees while you're not there and at work and then try and cool it down to 70 degrees whenever you're there. When using a programmable thermostat, the general rule of thumb is four degrees. So if you want it to be 70 degrees in your house, whenever you get home from work, don't let that thermostat go above 74 degrees. What's really neat and what we're seeing entering into the marketplace now are smart controls. We mentioned the Ecobee. The Ecobee control, you can set your schedule in there, but the Ecobee is going to look at that outdoor temperature and it actually has already learned the patterns of the house. It's going to look at that outdoor temperature and say, you know, it's... I know that homeowners at work, he's got me put into a way mode. He wants the temperature to go up to 74 degrees, but I'm just not going to be efficient to try and cool the house from 74 to 70 when it's 90 degrees outside. It has a smart override built into it. So it'll still let that temperature creep up, but it may only creep up to 72. Mm -hmm. It's going to do what's most efficient for the home um, through the use of smart controls. It's these smart controls are all learning every day mm-hmm. as well. There is a certain amount of AI built into these controls. It knows, it starts to develop the patterns of your house, how you live, how you're in your house, what you like your set points to be. It builds an algorithm based off of that, an outdoor temperature, and even 
it's looking at the long range forecast. The carrier Infinity Touch is great at this. Hmm. On Monday, it sees that on Wednesday, it's going to be 90 degrees and it's going to be raining out. It will start to dehumidify the house on Monday in preparation for the event, that, for the wow. outside weather on Wednesday. That's incredible. It's these really things, incredible. These things outthink us. Oh, absolutely. That's their job. Yep, absolutely. Yep. <laughs> All right. So helping us rethink uh, some of these things, mm-hmm. Josh Heinerman, Director of Sales and Service with Advanced Heating and cooling, and you've talked about some really cool stuff, mm-hmm. for lack of a better term, that's available now. Absolutely, I, I, this is where I love this stuff. <laughs> this is where it's at for me. I love it. I, I love doing making homes more energy efficient. Mm-hmm. I, I'm right. in the same boat. I don't want to pay the power company any more than what I absolutely have to. One more thing, and we'll take a break. But things as simple as the shades yes. are crucial mm-hmm. in your house. Now, some people, and and we have neighbors like this. You drive by, and you never see. You, the, the shades are pulled down mm-hmm. 24 hours a day, seven days a week, and you never see any sort of activity. I'm the opposite of that. I love having the natural light. <laughs> so my shades come open pretty much every day, with the exception of those extremely hot days mm-hmm. when your air conditioning system's already working very hard. You've got to do everything you can to keep the heat out of the house, yes. right? So pull those shades down. Yep, uh, shades make a big difference. Um, even something simpler than, than shades making sure that your windows are latched. If your windows are just closed, there's actually still a, there's a significant amount of air leakage around there, especially, mm. you know, it, it, we're in a town to where most of these homes were built from, you know, the early 80s to the early 2000s. Only 30-year-old windows, 40-year-old windows and homes, they don't seal as good as what they used to. We run a some surprising amount of service calls to where the air conditioner is sized correctly. The insulation is good up in the attic, but we find that, you know, there's one or two windows in a house that are slightly cracked or hmm. they don't have those latches installed there. We use thermal imaging cameras. We can actually show it. Um, I did, I've done multiple time-lapse videos to where I'll set the camera up to where it's looking at that window that's unlatched. You can see all the heat loss coming into the space. Walk over, latch it, come back two or three minutes later and watch that time-lapse video and literally watch the space temperature decrease significantly. Hmm. Um I'm the, I'm the same boat as you. I love natural light in my house. We have a pretty fair, I would say an average amount of windows in our home. There are four windows in my house that have blinds. It was only because my wife really wanted them. <laughs> I can count on one hand the time that the blinds have actually been down yeah. and closed, though. Um, I push really hard to make sure all my windows are latched. I'm a very much open doors and window, let some fresh air into the space mm-hmm. type person, but you guarantee that every time I close those windows, they are latched. Because if I'm going to air condition, I'm going to air condition. All that all that air that I'm paying to condition, I want it staying in my house. So yeah. Little things like that. No doubt. That's, uh, that's smart. All right. Josh Heinerman with us, Director of Sales and Service at Advance. How can we reach you at Advance? Um, you can call us or text us, 304-598-9030. Five nine eight nine zero three zero to reach him at advanced. We'll uh, take a break here. Come back with some more frequently asked questions. You are tuned to turn to the experts on WAJR. Tonight it's the debut of Metro News High School Sports Line, seven oh six until nine o'clock Thursday night. Play by play of the kickoff classic, sponsored by the Health Plan. Swinging outside and it's intercepted by the Mohicans. It's Hank Marlin with the pick. Marlin inside the ten, down to the nine. It'll be first and goal. Morgantown at South Charleston Thursday night, Friday night University at John Marshall. Hamicky catches it at the 35, 30, 20, 10, 5. Touchdown, one play from scrimmage. The best high school sports coverage here on WHL. 
It is the Turn to the Expert Show, 104.5 FM, 1440 AM WAJR. We are with Josh Heinerman, Director of Sales and Services for Advanced Heating and Cooling, and you can reach Advanced at 598-9030. All right, going through some frequently asked questions. We talked about uh, energy bills, how to keep them down, some of the tips, including latching those windows, not only pull the shades down in the summer uh, to keep your air conditioning system from working you know harder than it has to but to make sure those windows are latched okay what about the lights okay the air conditioner kicks on and you feel the cool air going through and the lights dim what causes that and is that a problem so this is one of the most this definitely is one of the most frequently asked questions and it pops up whenever technicians are on calls um when you're it's when your air conditioner kicks on, you can tell because the lights kind of quickly dim in the house. A um, couple things that can cause that to happen. Number one, age of the air conditioning system. Um, age of the air conditioning system, it could be even a dirty condenser coil. A lot of factors play into that. Um, it should not do that. Um, if your lights are dimming whenever your air conditioner comes on, strongly recommend reach out. Let's get one of our service technicians okay. out there to take a look at it. They're going to look at a few things. They're going to look at breaker size. They're going to make sure that all the wire connections are tight. Um, and they may even recommend a product called a hard start kit. Um, what that does is that just adds a little bit of extra boost to the compressor outside to keep those lights from dimming. I can attest to this personally. When I moved into my house, every time the AC would kick on, every time my heat pump would kick on, the lights would dim. I replaced contactor, capacitor, and um, added a hard start kit to it. I basically put one of our tune-up kits on the system. Mm-hmm. Has not dimmed anymore since then. Strongly recommend that. All right, so the hard start kit Mm -hmm. helps with that. If you've got a situation where the lights are dimming, Mm -hmm. chances are you've got a problem. Yes, exactly. All right. Uh, Hot water heaters. Mm -hmm. How long – okay, um, go ahead. How long should one last? Let's start there. The the answer to that for our area is it depends. (laughs) Um, It really depends on your water quality. Uh, What we see, Cheat Lake – I'm sorry to say to all the Cheat Lake residents – you're only going to get about seven to ten years out of the out of wow. a water heater. Yeah, you're not going to get a lot of a lot of years out of them. Um, there seems to be there's a lot of calcium in, in the water in Cheat Lake, and if you're not really flushing that water heater out, maintaining it properly, especially with kind of the newer newer style tanks, you're seeing more sediment build up in these tanks. So our Cheat Lake residents, we typically see you know seven to ten years now. There are many, 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 many water heaters out there that are. 20 plus years old. That's extremely normal for Morgantown proper and Star City. Same deal. New build quality of tanks. We've tried them all out. We've, you know, we found a brand that we really, really like and we feel that it's going to really stand up the test of time. But I'm still only expecting about 10 to 15 years on average for a water heater in the Morgantown area. So seven to 10 in Cheat Lake, rest of Morgantown, 10 to 15 years. Hmm, That's very interesting. Mm -hmm. And what, when a hot water heater goes bad, What's happening? What are the what are the issues that take those things down? If you're lucky when a water heater fails, um, it just blows the pressure relief valve, and you have a you have a floor drain close. If you're not lucky when a water heater fails, you know a split like literally a crack will develop in the bottom of the tank, and I, I've seen it really flood out basements and do some damage. Um, that's another one of those things. Strongly recommend have that water heater inspected once a year, especially once you start to get up there in age have someone pull a burner off of it, shine a flashlight up in there, take a look up in there and see if there's any rust or scale or anything that we can see on the exterior of the tank and go from there. Um, Sometimes tanks will leak for literally years. 
sometimes I, I've seen multiple tanks that when they go, they go. Um, they drop 80 gallons of hot water, Ugh. 50 gallons of hot water in the space, and they're constantly feeding that hot water into it. Um, seen some real bad situations whenever it comes to water heater. Is failures. it better to have the hot water heater elevated, or does that matter? Um, so code requires water heaters to be elevated if they're in a garage space. My personal preference, I would I love water heaters in garages from a damage control perspective. If a water heater fails in a garage, okay, you're going to dump some hot you're going to dump yeah. some water on your garage floor. Unfortunately, we don't see a lot of water heaters in there. You see them plunked smack dab in the middle of a basement and it's fully finished and it never fails. There's always either carpet <laughs> or the like the the pergo flooring that will peel if it gets a drop of water on it. Right. Um, it never fails. It, it seems <laughs> to do that. And a lot of times it seems like floor drains. Floor drains will be the highest point in the basement floor. So you'll have a, it's not unusual to see a floor drain over here, but the water runs complete opposite. Away from it. Yeah, yeah the complete opposite direction away from it. Doesn't make any sense. Yep. All right, we're running out of time. So you provide hot water heater inspection Absolutely. service as well? Yep. Yeah, we kind of bundle them. You can either call and have our service plumber come out. He can do a water heater maintenance um, or, you know, our HVAC guys that are always happy to take a look at that. They One of the things that they look for, even on a no air conditioning call, is they're going to do a quick visual inspection of your water heater. They're going to see how old it is. And they may have a conversation with you about what, what should be done with that water heater. All right, very good. Give them a call. It is Advanced Heating and Cooling, 598-9030, and they've gotten through the summer, so I would imagine pretty soon the fall temperatures drop. You're going to go get starting getting those calls about uh, the heating. It's already starting. We're, it we're already starting to prep for fall maintenance season. Um, we're starting to get our trucks, you know, the, the summer parts off, and we're starting to put those fall and winter components on there. So we're, we're already getting ready for it. September, October, November, right. that's when we start hitting those really hard. All right, Josh, thanks. Great information. Thanks, Kyle. Appreciate, appreciate it. it. That is Turn to the Experts, Advanced Heating and Cooling. Again, reach them at 598-9030. Stay tuned for the news on WAJR.